The book of Romans 11, 16 through 18. For if the first fruit is holy, the lump is also holy, and if the root is holy, so are the branches. And if some of the branches were broken off, and you, being a wild olive tree, were grafted in among them, and with them became a partaker of the root and fatness of the olive tree, do not boast against the branches. But if you do boast, remember that you do not support the root, but the root supports you. This place speaks of the first fruits in the form of a root or root system. Therefore, our regard to the root as what is first or what it's, where it starts will then identify what follows. That are the branches. The word holy means separated for God, dedicated to God, belonging to God, protected by God, developing and expanding in God, honored by God and blessed by God. According to scripture, Christianity that does not grow from the root of the Jewish founding is a false Christianity. Israel was holiness to the Lord, the first fruits of his increase. All that devour him will offend. Disaster will come upon them, says the Lord. Jeremiah 2.3 <clears throat> Every person born from the preached to him seed of the word of truth is holy as he is a first fruit of the creation of God. He is a partaker of the root of, of, of the Israelite founding, Jewish founding. Every person born from the preached to him seed of the word of truth is holy. Of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creatures, James 1.18. Apostle Paul says, you're a first fruit that is not an, that was not originally with with the uh, olive tree. And don't be like those who broke away because of their unbelief or unfaithfulness. But remember that it is not you who support the root, but the root supports you because you've been grafted to it. However, to confirm your birthright from the seed of the word of truth, being the first fruit of his creation, we need to continuously honor God with tithes and offerings, which are first fruits as the most holy of God. You shall not delay to offer the first of your ripe produce and your juices. The firstborn of your sons you shall give to me. Exodus 22:29. And another place of scripture, when you have finished laying aside all the tithes that you shall say before the Lord your God, I have removed the holy tithe from my house according to all of your commandments which you have commanded me. I have not eaten any of it when in mourning, nor have I removed any of it for an unclean use, nor given any of it for the dead. Look down from your holy habitation from heaven and bless your people Israel, the land where you have, that you have given us uh, to us. This is Deuteronomy 26, 12 through 15. First, laying aside all your tithe from your house in accordance with the demands implemented by God in Scripture, we confirm that we are the most holy of the Lord or the first fruits of His creatures. People who refuse for whatever reason uh, that may have been thought of when they uh, searched the Scriptures and found as if in their perverted uh, understanding that tithes belong only to the Old Testament, not the New Testament. That's what they, the conclusion they come to. 
uh, in this way they say they are not the first fruit. We, they say, have no part. Uh, even so, uh, if it were even that way, the old, uh, the New Testament uh, grew out of the Old Testament. And so Apostle John says, I am not telling you something new. I'm telling you something uh, that the original commandment, the original commandment, but in the new tablets of the covenant. Laying aside all of your tithes from your house in accordance with the demands implemented by God in Scripture, we honor God. Laying aside all your tithe from your house in accordance to the demands impl- implemented by God in Scripture, we confirm that we are worshippers of God, worshipping Him in spirit and in truth. Without the giving of your tithe to God according to His uh, demands, our worship no longer is worship. Laying aside all our tithes from our house in accordance with the demands implemented by God in Scripture, we provide God with a legitimate foundation to adopt our body by the redemption of Christ. We in this way tell the Lord, Lord, we are the most holy. We are your first fruit. And separating our tithe, we say, we are the most holy. And then God receives that foundation that he needs, that basis to adopt our body by the redemption of Christ, laying aside all of our tithes from our house in accordance with the demands implemented by God in Scripture, we cut ourselves off from the root of all evil, which is love for money, which is the root of all earthly, of our earthly origin, which is a passed on to us genetic curse. Laying aside all of our tithes from our house in accordance with the demands implemented by God in Scripture, we confirm our membership or our belonging to the house of, of Israel to the root, laying aside all of our tithes from our house in accordance to the the demands implemented by God in Scripture, we confirm our partaking to the first waving sheaf, which is the church of the first group written in heaven, which was already uh, taken to heaven with Christ. That's that first uh, waving sheaf. First is the first fruit, and when we separate, we also then connect connect ourselves to that first fruit. And so if people in some way uh, refuse and avoid to honor God with their tithes, they separate themselves from the category of people that are called to be raptured before the morning star. Laying aside all our tithes from our house in accordance with the demands implemented by God in Scripture, we confirm our guarantee for rapture and meeting with the Lord on the clouds. Laying aside all of our tithes from our house in accordance with the demands implemented by God in Scripture, we demonstrate our love to God and acknowledge His unquestionable authority over ourselves. Tenth, laying aside all of our tithes from our house in accordance with the demands implemented by God in Scripture, we confirm the righteousness of God and magnify His law within the temple of our body <clears throat> that He has implemented yet in the Garden of Eden, that is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, telling Adam, this is my holy part, don't touch of it. Although we planted and grew this garden together, all of the trees you may eat of, but do not eat of this one. 
And the reason was because Adam was still a carnal man, and he was not able to eat of what was holy. But when he became a man of the Spirit, he was able to take part. He became a man of the Spirit in Jesus Christ. All of us in the second Adam become spiritual, people of the Spirit. We are put into the second Adam, Jesus Christ, when we leave spiritual infancy, where we die for our nation, the house of our Father, and for the destructive, corrupt way of life, desires of our soul. Before this time, we are still in the state of choosing. We were not yet presented with with a choice. A choice is given when you come out of spiritual infancy. If you have not come out of it and it's time to come out of it, uh, if he refuses to make that choice, he then uh, becomes the, uh, uh, the lawless, he's carnal, and he begins to... Uh, he begins to consider his mind as his own God, and he'll look at his religious experiences, his knowledge of Scripture, and he will be convinced that he is able to differentiate good and evil and what is right and what's wrong. And then he comes to the church to inspect, to inspect the person whom God placed, how correctly he speaks. One uh, woman was saying, well, I'm, I'm checking... Uh, I'm checking, I'm looking at scripture and checking what he's saying to see if it's right. And so as they say, I have my own Bible, I have my own head. You can't call God's book as your own. It is God's and it continues to be his. Right now we will honor God with our tithes and our offerings. We will chop that root of uh, of the uh, love for money, the root of evil. And we will acknowledge that we are his first fruit and that we belong to that root of Israel. We will demonstrate our love and acknowledge His unquestionable authority over ourselves. This is our surprising moment when we can, when the heavens rejoice and hell covers its face in shame. Let us sing. Yeah. 
And so every time when Israel honored God with their tithes and their offerings, either in the tabernacle of Moses or in the temple of Solomon, they were required as a command that God gave to Moses to stretch out their hands over their tithes and proclaim a great proclamation, which they continued doing for thousands of years. We're that same Israel. We are connected to those same roots. We're nourished by that same olive tree. We will do the same thing. Please stretch out your hand over your tithes and pray together with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I have separated my tithes from my house and have brought it into your temple so that you may have sustenance within your house. I do not give in impurity. I do not give in sorrow. And I do not give for the dead. I rejoice that I have the privilege to demonstrate my love and to acknowledge your authority. And now in accordance to your words, I pray right now, may your heavenly windows be open to me and may your blessing come without end upon your redeemed nation in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated.